Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Chiefs fans. It's Patrick Mahomes. Catch me every Monday with CDOT during the season on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. To my right is a man that needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He is a sports reporter, commentator, anchor with KSHB 41 News. You may have seen his work featured on Bleacher Report, Sports Center, ESPN. Keep going. People Magazine. SB Nation. (laughs) So many places. Always dapper every time I see him. I get a lot of my jokes and sense of humor from this individual. It's about time you gave me an honest intro. We're very happy to welcome in as we help get you ready for Super Bowl 58. And maybe for the last time this season, Aaron Ladd of KSHB 41 News. Aaron Ladd, how you doing today, my man? How you doing? I think the most truthful part of that is that you take a lot of your swag from me. I do. Absolutely. 100%. You inspire me every single step of the way. On a larger platform, you just take my content and kind of give your own spin on it oh i love to do that i love i love to take other people's things and then i kind of put my own sauce on it and then package the ideas as my own i'm like lance the spoken that way it's kind of what i do (laughs) that's kind of what i do uh you know what i like to start with what i'd like to start with you were in baltimore maryland i sure was You were on the field after the game you're interviewing coaches you're interviewing players did this celebration feel different because you have been in attendance for all of the home wins, but this time going on the road, mm-hmm. I mean, Baltimore pulled out all the stop. They had T-Pain buying you a drink with the bartender, Ray Lewis, and Reed, Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Yeah, it was a lot going on, man. It was a lot going on. What was it like to be on the field and in the locker room after the game? Even like before, like I didn't pack a ring jacket. That was my fault. So I'm at Walmart before and talking with the cashier. You could feel the anxiousness in the city like first time the Ravens as a franchise had ever hosted this game one went away from going to the Super Bowl and it's at your crib it's at the bank you could feel the the anxiousness and being on the field after the game for Kansas City it was another one of those I told you so moments I got a lot of those bites from players from Trent McDuffie from Rasheed Rice from even a Marquez Valdez Gantling a guy who had taken Bullet after bullet, I'm sure on this platform and also on social media, it was one of those moments where KC can say, y'all doubted us, you thought we couldn't do it, 
we've heard all the noise. We've done it. We've dethroned the team that y'all crowned as the champion, and we're headed back to the Super Bowl. It's interesting that Kansas City kind of found themselves in this situation, and I've been really big on the formula, the formula. Hey, Patrick Mahomes can't make big mistakes. They can't take sacks. The offensive line needs to play better. This team needs to run the football and stay committed to it. Get the ball to Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey and continue to play great defense. I thought that this game was defined by Kansas City's ability to stick to their formula and then forcing Baltimore out of their formula. You only called one design run for Lamar Jackson. You only had eight running back carries in this game. That's not how you got to the AFC championship game. I thought the most interesting football point from this game was Kansas City found themselves heading into the playoffs and really stuck to a formula that worked. And Baltimore, a formula that had made them the best team in the National Football League, they just completely abandoned it in the final 60 minutes of the season. I think if we had told you before the game, 17-10 is the final, I think we would have all said, okay, that's that's KC. That's how they like to win games. They play defensively. Kind of alongside your point and maybe something that we've seen through the social media and the videos, I think KC won the emotional and the mental side of the game in this one as well. Like the Zay Flowers frustration that showed – after him doing the step over on the big play, they're trying to get scrappy before the game. The penalty edge that KC won, and that really should have resulted in seven instead of three on the Trey Smith drive. The stuff with Justin Tucker before the game, see now, that's not nothing. That That's a team in Baltimore that's trying to prove that they belong at the dance. That's saying... You know, we're we're here. We're they're they're trying to announce themselves. They're trying to prove that Lamar Jackson can win these big games. And KC is a dynasty that's taken these, that's shown some cracks in the armor. Like, I think another thing for KC, speaking on this like mental, emotional edge, like think of how much how poor their body language was at points in times this year. Like we had never seen Patrick Mahomes do what he did after Buffalo. And even after the Raiders game, their last loss, like the the body language was so poor. Andy Reid talks about it at the podium now, like. The sideline now is so positive. I think Trey Smith hanging his head after those those penalties was the worst body language that we had seen in a while from them. And it's not that they've been winning and running away with a lot of these games to where there haven't been points where they can get down on themselves. That mental and emotional, like, we've been here, we've done that. Like, Travis Kelsey's played in 21 playoff games. Mahomes, 17. Chris Jones, 16. Andy Reid's coached in two seasons worth of postseason games. Like, that showed up when it mattered the most. Lamar tried his best, still had over 320 yards, but... The coaches even got away from, from to your point, what got them there. I made the analogy yesterday is I don't know what kind of student you were, but a bad one. Like there is somebody listening right now that has like a 14, 15 year old that like their student could be an A student, but they just don't consistently apply, don't themselves. apply themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't apply themselves. And you know that they can do better. You're just pleading with them. Hey, if you study a little bit more, look, you can do this. And Absolutely. then when they finally get an A on a test, like, see, see, I've told you. Absolutely. I don't think the Chiefs are any different than they were a month ago. <laughs> I really don't think they're any different. This team finally just cut out the nonsense. Hmm. They had three penalties in this game. They didn't have a drop in this game. They didn't have a turnover. They still had the same problems in the red zone. They scored 17 points offensively. Like a lot of the things that we were nitpicking on and critical of the Chiefs, they did that in this game. 
But we finally saw what it looked like when they played a relatively clean game. And if you win the penalty battle, if you win the turnover battle, you control time of possession. You can go on the road and beat just about anybody with this defense. All it took was for them to get out of their own way. And they got out of their own way in the AFC championship game. And they went on the road and they beat the best team in the league. For as much crap as you give Mizzou PR, can we can we talk about Chiefs PR really quickly? Is this going to get us in trouble? I don't know what you're going to say, so I can't I can't confirm or deny whatever <laughs> you're about to say because I will have plausible deniability if this goes left. How did Travis Kelsey not talk after the game? He spoke on the stage. You think he's supposed to talk to you instead of Jim Nance? See dot. I understand the podcast. Look, I, he's a businessman, or in the words of Jay Z, he's a business man. But you just broke one of the all-time records in the sport. I think Travis Kelsey's time of talking to you and Harold Koontz is over, man. I think it's over. I think it's a, I think it's a completely we different. We can't get you after you won the AS. And in that game, you had 11 catches on 11 targets and a touchdown? I don't think after games he's ever talking to Darren Smith again. I think that, I think that time is over. I think that time is over. I don't think you're talking to Travis Kelsey anymore. He talked to Jim Nance. He gave you his quote. He walked out of there with a superstar girlfriend. I'm sure they had a great evening. We're that headed, time is over. We're headed to the Super Bowl. You should have asked them. You know what? You had three other Super Bowls. <laughs> you should have asked all your questions. The opening night, like, 87 is going to have the biggest podium. Like It's not even close. It, it, a difference a year has made in what Super Bowl opening night is going to be like. He's the, the international swarm. It's not. Just it, like, it's, it's, it's not going to be close. Oh, who has the most media attention heading into this? Whether it's Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, he will have more people at his table than Mahomes and Purdy combined. The dust settled, and I'm just looking back, and I'm like, we we didn't. I mean, you're right. It, it stinks because I mean we were here before. We were here before them. We'll be here after them. This is just like, you know what this is? This is like you heard a band like really early on. Like, let's say like you heard The Weeknd back in like House of Balloons. And now you've been priced out of going to his concert. I mean, I'm sorry that you enjoyed the old hits. He's just got more fans now than he had before. It's worse that you have to like watch it. You know, like. Oh, it's happening right before you. Your ex can move on, but like you don't want to see it happening in front of your face. No, it happened. I hate to to be the bearer of bad news, (laughs) but it certainly happened uh, for you. I want to get to true false, like AFC championship true false here in a little bit. Do you feel differently about Lamar after that game? I don't feel differently about Lamar after that Mm. game. I think the consensus is going to be a lot of people. I'm not here to blame the coaches or the officials or anything of this, but I just think if you have a player like Lamar Jackson, you know the kind of game that you need to play, the style that you need to play, and what his strengths and weaknesses are. And if I had told you last Thursday, hey, He's going to throw 37 times in this game. Eesh. Oh, Chiefs, Chiefs win that game. Yeah. Everybody would have told tra- you they're that. They're trailing most of the time. Man. Like, I don't know who the biggest Ravens fan is. I don't know who their Chiefs-aholic is, Ravens-aholic. <laughs> he would have told you that the Ravens lose that game if Lamar Jackson throws 37 times. Like, I, I, if, if you are a Baltimore fan, to me, your biggest complaint has to be, we didn't go out playing like ourselves. At least if you're the Lions You're not happy that you lost, but hey, we stayed consistent and true to who we are as an organization. We were aggressive in week one. We were aggressive at the end of the season. We went out playing our style, our brand. That's not how Baltimore left this postseason. Maybe you then double down on the negative thoughts around Lamar that 
you know, you have to win a very specific way. People got on Chiefs offensive coordinator Matt Nagy a few weeks ago because he was asked about running the ball in the red zone. He said, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I listen to that, but you have to throw to win in this league. Lamar, I mean, the, the Chiefs played the specific game script to beat him. He was forced into situations where it was obvious passing downs. Word to Charles Minnehue talking to him after the game. He knew it was pass on that play. I, there were some bad decisions made, the triple coverage. I look and wonder now, and I hate to join into that, but like, can Lamar ever be that guy that wins the big game? Yeah, I'm, I'm still wondering that. I, like, he's done nothing to prove that. Yes, you can say the coaches. Yes, you can say the, the situation was too big, the lights were too bright, but like, until you've done it, I got to see you do it. No, you're 100% right, but I guess to me that question is a little bit unfair because I don't know what quarterback in the NFL other than the Chiefs quarterback has proven that they can win that game. Like what big game is Josh Allen won? Burrow is the only other guy that you can say Think about that. Currently right now in the entire NFL, the Chiefs quarterback is the only one that has proven they can consistently win big games. As great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's still in the league. Has Aaron Rodgers, what's the biggest game Aaron Rodgers won the last 10 years? Divisional round win at home, maybe. I just think it's way harder than we are giving it credit For to sure. get to this stage and knock out somebody like. Well, we're talking about Patrick a two-time Holmes. MVP. We're, we're talking about a guy where we're not comparing you to the the rest of the league. Now we're comparing you to Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes, and like that's that speaks more to Mahomes' greatness. Kind of to your intro, like. Don't take it for granted when you're looking at the rest of these teams that could be dynasties or could be one-off champions, pretty much lay waste because of what Mahomes does in a down year, in a year that we've all said they don't have the best tools in the tool shed to get it done. He's still beating an all-time great Ravens defense on the road in a game that really wasn't competitive. That second half was terrible. That was not fun to watch in the second half. You know what I'd like to do? Let's do a little playoff, true or false. Let's do it. Rob, hit me. Aaron Ladd, true or false? This is the most improbable Chiefs run to the Super Bowl. True or false? True. Just talked about this on another platform. I mean, like the run of Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, three highest uh, point differential teams in the league coming into this year, and the two of those on the road. You consider, I mean, I thought we underrated the Joe Tooney thing coming in. I'm like, look, this is an all-pro left guard. This guy is it's one of one, first-teamer. And Allegretti, outside of one play, two plays, shirted it up. Uh, going through the one seed potentially in the NFC also to claim it, to, to finish it off because you still got one more to go. Uh, the run's not done yet. But if they were to cap it off with, with beating Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, absolutely, most improbable run of the ones he's made so far. I'll argue false for this reason. Mm. They were number one offensively last year. A year after trading Tyree Kill, who might win Offensive Player of the Year, they scored more points than every team in the National Football League with Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Juju Smith-Schuster, and guys, they were the number one scoring offense. It's still my end. Last year's defense was fine. Like Their defense was not overpowering last year. They were 12th last year defensively last year. How did that team win the Super Bowl after trading Tyreek Hill is just as crazy as this team who this team in the regular season just never really hit their stride. Like we've seen the Chiefs kind of turn it on like that first Super Bowl run. 
after that game in Mexico against the Chargers, they were unstoppable. Just yeah. something clicked with them, and they started to really play with momentum. This team didn't play with momentum until the Miami game. Like, that's really when the momentum started was against Miami, and they have now rode that momentum in back-to-back weeks and find themselves heading to Las Vegas. I think if there's a couple more rings on the back end, we're going to look back and say that was the best Chiefs defense that Patrick Mahomes ever had this year. Their defense is preventing them from ever getting blown out. Like, Pat can basically say, we need three touchdowns to win any game with this defense. Rob, where are you at? True or false? This is the most improbable Chiefs run. To date, I would say yes. I mean, they hadn't gone on the road, guys. Like, they weren't below a two seed at any point. They had made the NFL look easy. So, yes, it's the most improbable run of Patrick Mahomes' career. I I mean, it's comparison to the back with Carrington. It's like KU, football, KU basketball, excuse me. There have been good KU basketball teams that bounced early. There have been meh KU basketball teams that make a run. I think when we look back at Patrick Mahomes' career, we're going to say, really? He made the Super Bowl with that group? That's the one that made it? That's what makes it improbable. Next question. Dan Campbell, true or false, blew the NFC championship game. Dan Campbell blew the NFC championship game. Aaron Ladd, true or false? (sighs) False. And I am one that usually is a little yellow light. I'm not. It was a weird decision. It's not solely on him. Obviously, the players play and the defense absolutely blew a lead. Trust me, I know a thing about blowing leads, but. You sure the Falcons, right? Okay, I just was I was I was making sure I, I couldn't remember. False. So you know what it's like to blow like you got a big lead in a game and you know what it's like. Shanahan's back again. And and the the funniest thing, they asked him about unfinished business. And they were like, oh, speaking to specific, specifically to the Chiefs, but it's like, he's had unfinished business for a while now. Like he, he was 15 minutes away from, from finishing off New England. He's got unfinished business. Oh, yeah. If you don't trust your kicker to make a 47-yard field goal in 2024, why in the hell is he your kicker? Why is he your kicker? Look at at Dallas's quarterback. Dallas's quarterback was just playing Madden one day, woke up like, oh, I think I could do this, and became a Pro Bowl kicker overnight. If you – they had fourth and three from the 30-yard line. Kick it. Make it a one-possession game. Give yourself a chance. This is the analogy I'll make with Dan Campbell. Have you ever gone to the casino with somebody and they start with $100 and they're playing games and now you're up $400. You got $500 in your pocket. Let's leave the casino. Let's. What are we doing here? Hey, you can pay for dinner. You can keep some. Go get those Jordans you want. And you still got your 100 Nah, man, I'm trying to get 1000 No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> this is going to be you next week. Stop it. Let's leave. And now now they lost. Oh, man, I was close. No, (laughs) you weren't close. You were not close. Walk away. Rob, where are you at? True, false. Dan Campbell blew the NFC championship game. False. In that analogy that he's the guy who won't walk away from the casino, he's made all the money doing the super aggressive things that the book doesn't tell you to do. Like, if the book says split tens and blackjack, he's saying, no, I'm riding it out. He's hitting on 19. He's doing all the things to make that money all season long that are aggressive and different. And now you're asking him, hey, you're up big. We want you to play by the rules that everyone else is playing by. The reason the Lions were in that game is his aggression. Go out the way you came in. Be aggressive. They were 7 of 10 
on fourth and three plus from inside the opponent 30 all season long before that game. That is a fine sample size. They do it a lot and they're more than successful. He did the right thing. But why does it matter if it worked in October? Because October, that's their culture and their you're identity. Ma- you're you married do to what it. you do. Yeah, yeah. that's like, oh, well, you it, it, it don't work now. Nobody cares that it worked for you against the Minnesota Vikings earlier in the season. It didn't work when you needed it to work. It didn't work then. Next question. Playoff true false. San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy beat the allegations of him being a game manager quarterback. True or false? False. He made some plays with his legs. Shanahan even said post game he won the game with his legs. And yeah, like that's what's made Brock Purdy... Lord, he was in the MVP conversation for a while. On Christmas Day, he because was. he made not on this show. He wasn't. He made the play that kept them in it. Like he, like game manager is such a negative title sometimes, but it can be a positive. And he was making it a positive for 17 weeks. He made it a positive happen in that NFC game. I, I still think it doesn't matter unless you win the unless you win it all though. I'm gonna go with false, but I don't think that Brock Purdy was anything outside of. He is a pass-first point guard. He's not got a guy that's going to go out there and get you 25. There's those guys that exist in the NBA. He's not John Morant. No. But in this game, he was 20-31, 267 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 24 touches. He got the ball downfield to Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and allowed their playmakers to make plays. That's all San Francisco needs Brock Purdy to do. I do give them a lot of credit for they didn't go away from McCaffrey when the game started to get shaky because we have seen teams go away from running the football. I actually thought they did that against the Ravens in the regular season. When they got down, they stayed with it. They stayed true to who they were and they kept chipping away. They waited for the Lions to make a couple of mistakes and they pounced on those opportunities. I give Brock Purdy a lot of credit for what we saw him do on Sunday. Hold up. Did you just say you're crediting the Niners for sticking with who they are throughout the season, but when the Lions, who are a go-for it team on fourth down, stick with Got it em. in the biggest game, suddenly it's, yeah, one, what an idiot. On. Who cares about week seven versus one the Vikings? Is, well, sticking with it is giving the ball to the best running back in the league. The other is you have a 47-yard field goal. Nah, nah, we don't want to kick it. We don't want to do it. I'm just saying, sticking with who you are seemed to be a moving target in that segment. Got him. You thought he got me? I like when that happens. Not happen very often. Well. I don't feel bad about saying that San Francisco was right by continuing to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey, who was the best skill position player in the league this year. Because if they had run the ball nine times with Christian McCaffrey, they would have lost. We don't know if the Lions would have lost by kicking the field goals. They probably would have won even if they make one of those field goals over the course of the game. At least the game goes to overtime, in my opinion. We'll never know. They went 0 for 2 on fourth down, and now look at them. Now Jared Goff is getting ready to play dodgeball with, 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 with Justin Jefferson down in Orlando. He's getting ready to play the accuracy challenge. I'm about to do nine days on the strip in Vegas. Sounds like a great time. That is about to. that, that Nine no. days on the company dive. See, nine days is not a regular nine days. Someone else is paying for the nine days. That's a great time. Yeah, but nine days on the strip is also not a regular nine days. That's like 18 days. In real <laughs> yeah, it's life. a lot of walking. You're about walking. to have more miles put on you than, than Derek Henry. Those are some late nights, too. <laughs> some real late nights. Oof. Oh, man, it sucks. You know what? You get a free trip to Vegas for the Super Bowl. You want me to feel so bad about your life. Oh, it's terrible. 
Oh, it's awful. I'm sure next week is going to snow here in Kansas City. (laughs) They're going to be out having fun, interviewing celebrities and football players. Oh, I feel so bad for you that you have to do that in Vegas for free. Uh, Coming up on the other side, we are not going to do a draft this week. I've given you a homework assignment. Let's see if you can complete the homework assignment. I have some questions about the homework. I'm sure you do. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll play our conversation with the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. I got a chance to catch up with him earlier today. I'll play it for you coming up. Did in just he actually a bit. say anything, Carrington, or was he just... I think it is a interview that everyone should listen to. If you are a Chiefs fan, did, I highly would encourage you. Did he reveal anything? To turn, I mean, he's never revealed anything. <laughs> I just thought that would have been very shocking. You know what? I gave up in week eight, but you know what? Your interviews helped me push through. No, that, that did not happen earlier today when I talked to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we'll play that for you here in a bit. Uh, I do want to get back to the NFC championship game. A lot of people are making Rob's point of, Hey, how are you praising San Francisco for running the ball with Christian McCaffrey, but down on the lions for not kicking field goals at it. I do want to talk about that more over the course of uh, the show, but we have very important things to get into like nonsense that only this show can do. It's perfect. So the chiefs are in the super bowl. So I gave you a task. 
I said, give me your top five foods that go in a bowl. Now, we are not going to do a draft here, so let me at least give you the rules. Don't give us five soups. Soup is all one thing. I got that. All one thing. We went through some of the rules. So, yeah, ice cream. You don't got to give me chocolate chip ice cream, vanilla ice cream. No, that's one thing. I didn't consider ice cream. I need the Aaron Ladd top five food items that go in a bowl. Rob, let's have our first and maybe only (laughs) Ladd's list. There's like imaging here. I really rolled out the red carpet for you this week. You gave me one at the last minute, so now I'm going to have an outside looking in. I'll have an OLI, my OLI, which was number five until you said ice cream. Ice cream should be number one on the list. Uh, But number five. You have have five better foods that go in a bowl than ice cream? But To be honest with you, when I eat ice cream, I don't eat ice cream out of a bowl. I love the ice cream cup out of the bowl. I don't like the cone. cone, Or if I'm just getting the carton from the store, I'm just eating straight out of the carton. Wow, you're a savage. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Why would I dirty dirty another dish when I can just put the spoon right in the carton? This is what you want me to believe. You want me to believe that you go inside your freezer at your apartment. And you just grab the whole bluebell out of there. Correct. Yes. Grab a spoon. And just right eat in. a couple of them, and then just put it right back. Lad Army. Let, That's wild. Let, let it be known. I'm oh not alone goodness. on this. That's how COVID spread. So outside looking in here before we start our top five. Outside looking in is dip. Okay. So like a chip dip. I think of like a loaded queso. You mean like or, a daisy dip available at grocery stores around the metro area? I'm thinking so we're getting Super Bowl parties together. Like, you know, the dip. There should be a dip section. There should be more like a guacamole is yeah. a dip. Queso is a dip. Daisy dip. That's that the only kind of dip I acknowledge. Is that sour cream? It's game-changing flavor. It better is than anything you make at home. Flavor. And doesn't have any of that MSG or any of the other nonsense. Well, it didn't make it. That was outside looking at. Number five is ice cream, which I don't eat out of a bowl anyway. Okay. Number four. This was mentioned last week. Gumbo. Incredible. Gumbo should maybe be a little higher up on the list, but you know what? I'm going to let Gumbo rock here. Put a little rice under there. Rob, let me say, have you ever had good gumbo before? I mean, where does one get good gumbo? That's what I'm asking you. I've been to New Orleans, (laughs) so I know I've had it before. My peoples are from New Orleans. Have you, Rob Ladd? I I have not had it in New Orleans, to answer your question. I've had what I thought was good gumbo, but not from New Orleans. Where'd you get it from? I've had a couple restaurants around here, like Jazz and the Cajun Place around here. So, no, was no. his answer. Yeah, no, was his answer. <laughs> no, was his answer. Are they a sponsor? I was like, man, I had good seafood. I've been a Red Lobster before. No, then you haven't had good seafood. Though. Yeah, good gumbo. I got some great good. Chinese food. I went to P.F. Chang's. Number four, gumbo. Yes, dip right five. Right ahead of ice cream. Gumbo four. Cereal, number three. Mm. And I've got hot and cold cereal. So oatmeal. Uh, and then I think of also like Frosted Flakes. Fruit Loops. What's your favorite cereal? Wait, do you count oatmeal as cereal? Yeah, I wouldn't count oatmeal, oatmeal as cereal. cereal. I wouldn't no, count that no, as no, that's different. Oatmeal I wouldn't count hot as cereal. cereal. I mean, I just, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't count. So it. I should have stepul- So I should have said oatmeal is one thing. I just, I've never heard anybody never that heard. classifies oatmeal yeah. as a cereal. Frosted Flakes and no, this was a yeah, that's wild to me. Yeah, it's a lesson learned. I didn't know that you consider it. Now I could cold cereal, of course. I love a cinnamon toast crunch, a honey bunches of oats. But I've never, I've never thought like cream or wheat is a cereal. I've never thought about it like yeah, that. I teach you something new every week. 
I don't, you know what? More than I'm starting to learn about you, I'm starting to understand why you and I constantly have beef. You love honey glazed salmon and you consider Quaker oats a cereal. That it's a hot cereal when you're, when you're boiling it at, uh, on a stove. Okay. That is not the process to cook oatmeal, by the way. They don't boil Frosted Flakes and suddenly you have Quaker oats. <laughs> hot cereal. Cereal is number three on my list. That's why it's Laz's list, first and foremost. No, that's real. No, it is uh, it, it is Lad's list. My apologies. I'm just saying the drive, we will normally just poke and make fun of your list. So these are, for those of you that, that are just yeah. tuning in, because of the Super Bowl, <laughs> we are doing Aaron Lad's top five things that go in a bowl. He has, what was number five? We had an outside looking ice cream. in of dip. Dip was at OLI. Ice cream, gumbo, and now cream of wheat. No. Which sure was your cereal. third pick. Hot and cold cereal. Number the text two. line is backing you up. Oatmeal is hot cereal. Thank you. Lad's army, baby. Okay, I'm just saying, you have never, like when you were a kid. Go to a grocery when store. When you were a kid and you were like, man, I really want cereal. And your mom put Quaker Oats in front of you. You were not like, oh, thanks. You were like, I wanted. No, but when I'm thinking foods served in a bowl and I want to get my most bang for my buck. You get the hot I cereal. Hot and cold cereal. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I love Malto Meal. I'm a big fan of Malto Meal. They got the chocolate kind. You got to stir it, though, or it get lumpy. And I nobody know wants Nobody and wants a lumpy Malto meal. Terrible. Number two. This should be on everybody's five serving the bowl. Chili. Okay. Especially this time of year, I will put, like, Fritos or some kind of corn chip on top with, like, cheese in there. Um, it's not like a nice warm bowl of chili when it's cold outside. Chili is my number two. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big chili person because I don't really like the beans. Well, you can do all kinds of different. You can white chicken chili. That's the two Americas. I've only had one kind of chili. You've never had a white chicken chili? No. Your palate is limited. Not once. You know the chili I'm talking about. That chili to come in that big pot, and you have chili for seven days. Seven days straight chili for every meal. You'd be just, oh, God, I got to get through this chili. It actually tastes better after you put it in the fridge and then warm it up again because it's, like, sat in there. That's kind of how I feel like, about spaghetti. There's nothing yeah. better than you had a big pot of spaghetti. The next four days, oh, they're magical. You put the little cheese on top of it, melted, the little Parmesan. What a time. That's a good OLI. I should have thought about that. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. What's your number one here? Chili is number easy. two. This is easy. Soup. Home run. Soup. A lot of people are asking how popcorn didn't make the list or macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese I can have on just a plate. Okay. Um, and popcorn I usually have out of a dish or like, you know, I don't have to have popcorn in the bag. That's another thing. Am I weird for just popping it and then eating it right out the bag? No, or you, no. You put it in a separate dish then. And I then, do uh, actually like, oh let's say God. like, I know you, you know, you like to have a young lady over to watch a movie or something. One you kinda, young lady. You know, you're watching. Don't, don't do that. You're watching don't a movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you and her are sitting there and you seem like a guy that gets emotional watching the notebook. So you go pop your little Orville Rettenbachers and then you, you know. You put the popcorn in a bowl. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Had a girlfriend over recently, actually. We watched Saltburn. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen Don't. it yet. I've heard a lot about it. Don't. Don't see Saltburn. I've heard it. I've heard very mixed reviews. We watched Saltburn, but I actually have one of the souvenir Royals like popcorn tubs. I took it home from the game. You know, I spent $15 on it. Like, I still have it. Oh, wow. So anytime I pop popcorn now, you I spent $15 at the game for popcorn. They paying you. They paying like that over there. 41. <laughs> I need to quit my job and go over there. Do you call popcorn <laughs> hot corn? 
I need to go over there. That's wild. Hot corn kettle. Hot corn, yeah. That's what popcorn is. Just hot corn. It's cold corn, <laughs> cream corn, hot corn. Sometimes when you're laying there with your girl and you like look at her, do you think, man, I'm surprised that I've scammed her this long where she's stuck by me for this long? I don't think you understand. Like, I actually do I do some things well, see that. Lie. I know. You're, you're incredible at it. You're incredible at it. That's my guy, Aaron Ladd, joining us on the show today. Aaron, I'm so excited for us to hang out in Vegas next week. I know you're thrilled about it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be such a about great getting time. getting me in places. And if you're going with me, then you're going to be getting in places. Come on, man. When you go anywhere in Vegas with like a group of three guys, you're paying double the price. Easily. Are you going with me? Then you're going to get in. Well, I know you. I mean, so you're saying there's going to be... Are you going with me is the question. I can't. If you're not coming with me, I can't control how you get in places. If you're coming with me, we're going to be good. I'm holding you to that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 